Are you a member of our Discord yet? You should be, because that's where you ask your questions for the question block segment now. Get there through Infendo.com. Oh, ho, 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 we're back. Um, it's time for the question, or not the question block, it's time for the... That's been uh, our show. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. It's, it's time for Change the System. Here we are. Um, we're really going to change it up this week. Lucas is actually going to drive this discussion that we're going to have. So, Lucas, Off why don't you take it away? Yeah, um, so if you're anything like me, you spend a lot of your free time mindlessly scrolling through all the news articles that pop up on your Google feed. Um, And if you're anything like me, the algorithm knows that you're interested in video games and Nintendo stuff. So you get a lot of annoying news on stuff that you probably wouldn't care about otherwise. And one of the things that I've been getting a ton of articles on for the last almost month at this point is the controversy with Super Smash Brothers Melee. If you can believe it, people are people are up in arms about Melee again, guys. So I thought today maybe we could discuss this and I'll, I'll explain what's going down for those of you uninitiated. And then you Thank be you. In the same awful place that we <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, I've, I've heard Melee going through, through the trending, but I didn't know why. So, yeah, please so, enlighten us. So the reason why is because Nintendo has been bringing down the old ban hammer on a lot of um, Smash tournaments. One in particular, I did not record the name of the particular tournament, um, but it happened very recently. Um, it's tournaments where the, um, the game is being modded with a mod called Slippy, which basically just makes the game, as I understand it, you know, more competitive, um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to put in the wrong information. I don't know if it necessarily makes the game run faster or whatnot, but it's meant to give the game kind of more of a competitive vibe, right? Because the the people that play Melee, that still play Melee, you're either playing it for the nostalgia and you're like alone in your room at 3 a.m., or you're playing it at a tournament and you're playing it because it's supposedly the most competitive fighting game Nintendo has ever made, right? But that hasn't stopped the the modders from trying to make it more competitive, which you know, more power to them. Um, however. Nintendo obviously has a problem with this because they pulled the plug on the tournament. Um, Now, the Splatoon North American Open lost its coverage, um, and while they're saying that it was due to a technical hiccup, there are rumors flying around that it has... um, Oh, Eugene just gave me the name of that tournament, the Big House Online Tournament. Thank you, Eugene. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, now they're saying that the Splatoon North American coverage was dropped, as a kind of retribution act on Nintendo's part for how outraged the fans are. There's hashtag save melee going around online and stuff. So everybody's up in arms about this thing, right? But, um, you know... Oh, I ARMS get... is involved in this too? <laughs> yeah, it will be soon enough. Huh. Right. Um, so I get a lot of news articles, right? So I get a lot of different opinion pieces about, you know, is what Nintendo's doing right or is what Nintendo's doing wrong? Um, turns out that apparently the only tournaments, and, and feel free, you know, if, if somebody out there who's listening to this has information I don't, you know, let us know, because we want to be as informed as possible. But as I understand it, they've only really been banning the tournaments um, where they're either using the modded game and also making money on it. So they don't really have a problem with you running a free tournament and using modded software, or running a paid tournament and profiting off of it and using their official software. That that weird legal line that they're drawing is in running a modded version of their old game and then profiting off of that in a tournament setting. Um, 
I'm kind of of two minds. Like, the first part is like, come on, who cares if they're, you know, using the modded version of Melee? But also, like, you know, you guys are you guys are profiting off of this, so I, I get Nintendo's want to like step in and, and interject. It's what they do, you know. They're they're the giant multimedia behemoth that they are. You know, it's their whole thing. Um, I just I don't have the outrage over this that I think a lot of people do. And as I was thinking about this, and I, as I was kind of planning out this conversation with you guys in my head, um, I was thinking, you know, in the last couple of years since I've really kind of been on this show. I think I've kind of earned the reputation of being able to think critically about this stuff, right? Like, I am not a Nintendo apologist. Like, I, I'm the guy who has bravely stood up month after year and complained about Breath of the Wild. I was going to say, Paper, no, you. And Paper Mario right. and Monster Animal Hunter. Crossing. Yeah, no, like, like, like I, I love Nintendo in part because they shaped a lot of my childhood and my interest in video games and stuff. But they have made a lot of missteps in the last five years or so, for me specifically. Even their handling of, like, fan games can be kind of annoying to me because they will they will outright shut down anything that gets too big, right? They want to protect their, their IP, quote, air quote, protect their IP under any cost. Um, but, yeah, this doesn't, like, like, it's such a small group that's being targeted, right? It's the it's the tournament scene that's profiting on a modded version of the game that's being shut down, and it just it doesn't bother me that much. It seems like you know just play by the rules, and I think I would be a little more inclined to side with the tournament folks if I didn't see the the commenters like like the the outcry from those folks, and how it just leans into that like issue that we've talked about before right with this this specific mindset of some gamers that is so like you know i I don't want to say any specific words but it feels very entitled right it feels very you know me first as it were well Um, and and it's it's also sorry i'm sorry to interrupt but it's also you know there's this mentality among among a lot of media consumers to be Mm anti-corporation you know and and again as a disney fan i see a lot of this um you know um well you always want a star wars fan i see a lot of this you You always want to root for the little guy right because we're we're, we're ingrained to feel like the the big guy is Mm -hmm. the scummy you know distant you know corporate entity and everything and again i don't really think you know the 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 shutting it down the cease and desist the near lawsuit stuff like that's a lot you know but on the other it's like it just it doesn't it doesn't give me that same level of like this is treasonous against the fans and like come on guys you know (laughs) what what gets me is i saw an argument on on twitter and and fortunately did not get myself involved in it (laughs) because we all know how those go (laughs) but um somebody was basically encouraging the pirating of nintendo games and that of course sparked a debate um this incident included in the you know support for pirating and um one of the things that uh you know came up in it and we've discussed this on the show before is the difference between emulating and pirating and how i think all of us are kind of pro emulation or at least not anti-emulation 
Well, yeah, because um, emulation is more about the preservation of games than it is the stealing of them. Or the ability to play Yeah, the ability to play a game you might not otherwise get to play or play it on exactly. your mobile phone or yeah, that like I emulate mm-hmm. um, when I want to record gameplay for like DS or Game Boy Advance and stuff for my YouTube channel because I don't have a way to record um, for, like when I did my Pokemon Conquest video, I did that all through emulation. Otherwise, you need to buy like a $500,000 well, yeah. capture kit, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like I yeah, I don't really have a, a fervent problem with emulation especially of older titles, you know, like I, I understand the outrage a little bit when it's like, hey, this game just came out and I got a free copy, you know, that's like, come on, man. But, right. you know, I, I, I get it. And circumstances are circumstances. You don't know what's up. Um, but, I, I, but like, Nintendo is pretty adamantly against emulation. Like, every yeah. couple of years, you know, we'll see them, you know, come sweeping through, you know, Emu Paradise and Cool Roms and all these yep. great places to say, yeah. take them all down. <laughs> and so people I, get I'm all gonna, outraged about that. I'm going to jump in and say that while I think that maybe it is somewhat of a crappy decision, you know, like what, but like it's Nintendo. Like if you have ever paid attention to what Nintendo has done in the past, like you, you knew this was like, this was going to happen. Like it might be crappy. It might be, you know, like, you know, whatever, like, they like maybe it's gonna affect like somebody's income because they're you know we're planning on um having a in-person smash tournament but this pack pandemic happened and they were hoping to use slippy as an alternative and Mm -hmm. nintendo you know shut them down and that's crappy but i mean again like as somebody who if if you're a pro melee player Right, you just have to realize that this is the way it's going to be. Nintendo is never going to change. Um, so, like, if that if, if that's something that is really going to affect you negatively, well, I, I hate to say it, maybe go find another game. I, you know, like that's just I don't know. Like Smash the Ultimate. Thing, the thing. <laughs> there you go. That, yeah, a hundred percent. The thing that I've had to come to grips with in the last five years or so, as I've watched. You know, a company that that I used to, like, eat up all their products. And I've gotten to a point now where I'm a little more selective, right? And I don't don't find myself falling in love with everything that they pump out. Um, You know, despite what some people will tell you, corporations are not people. Corporations are collectives of people who age and retire and bring on new people and corporations change, right? So the idea of feeling betrayed or, or angry at a company to me is so foreign, right? Because it's like, it's like I, I, I could sit around and say like, well, why is Nintendo making games now that I don't like as much? They were great, you know, 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago, they were an entirely different group of people, you know? Right. 20 years ago, they had a different legal division. Uh, 20 years ago, didn't they have the, the insane president dude who was, like, incredibly harsh and, like, hated everything? And, yeah, like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, y- Yamauchi, who, yeah. who oh, no, was God, grandson of the founder of Nintendo, I, notoriously didn't I hate to tell you guys, but 20 games. years ago wasn't that long ago. That was the year 2000. So. Was, that, <laughs> was that Iwata? <laughs> I'm pretty sure by two, the year 2000 it was Iwata because 2001 was when the GameCube came out. So when did um, Iwata come about? I don't even know. 
I, it might have been somebody before that. Um, Anyways, but, we're going on a weird tangent here. I'll look it up and I'll tell you. In so, the 90s so, anyway. But, so I, I mean, Nintendo used to be, you know, anti-anything that could offend people or harm children, too. Mm-hmm. You know, more, remember the sweat in Mortal Kombat. Heck, we just got dark-skinned player choices in Animal Crossing like two years ago. So, yeah. And we just um, got Doom Eternal on Switch. Yeah. But um, but but two things. One is there are there are industry practices that really irk me, and this really isn't one of them. Um, like I hate the the folks who come on and and like won't let you capture footage of a game on Switch, right? Or take down gameplay footage of games that go you know that go up because it, it violates some copyright and you don't really own the right to stream your own gameplay or anything like that kind of stuff. And Nintendo's been guilty of some of that too. Um, they have been aggressively pulling down audio for games. Not as bad as Square Enix. Try to find the soundtrack for Final Fantasy VII on... Um, yeah, I know, Steve. That, that was, was the, the game one. we were talking about. That was the um, one. They are aggressive with that. And it's it's kind of... It's disappointing, you know? Because that's... The, like, music, in my opinion, like, is stuff that should be shared and should be, you know, just, just all over the ether. Like, that shouldn't be stuff that gets locked behind a paywall. Um... Or at least, but, if you're going to lock it behind a paywall, give us the option to pay for it. Yeah, that's exactly. my big. That's my big thing, and that's where I kind of have to side with with some of these people who complain about Nintendo. You're going to take down all of our ROMs, but you're not going to give us a, the opportunity to legally pay to play these games or legally pay to purchase these soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Like even Square puts their soundtracks up on iTunes. So I'd like to read something that Eugene Eugene is playing like like. Info man, right now, and I love it. <laughs> um, he actually pulled uh, an article from Polygon, and he, I've got a little quote here from that that I just want to read off. Um, first, Nintendo's statement to the public, which is Nintendo appreciates the love and dedication the fighting game community has for the Super Smash Bros. series. We have partnered with numerous Smash Bros. tournaments in the past. Unfortunately, the upcoming Big House tournament online for Super Smash Bros. Melee that requires use of illegally copied versions of the game in conjunction with a mod called Slippy during their online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the team or tournament organizers to ask them to stop. They refused, leaving Nintendo no choice but to step in and protect its intellectual property and brands. Again, it's just like, like, yeah, you let them let them do the thing, you know, Nintendo. Like, I don't have I don't have a strong pro Nintendo stance in this thing, but I just find myself leaning a little more on the Nintendo side of things, and I think that's an unpopular opinion. Like, um, there's there's an article or two out there that's like, you know, hey, you wanna you wanna have your tournament? Don't make it cost money. Have it be free, and then Nintendo wouldn't be shutting it down and stuff, which apparently is true. Um, but a lot of the articles out there are like, you know, how dare this corporation do this? You know, the streamers are outraged. The streamers are hurt. I just I don't know. I don't really fall in that in that camp. I'm not so quick to jump on that bandwagon. I guess. So I made the comparison earlier to to Disney being a being a Disney fan and particularly a Disney Parks fan, which and has got to be hard. Like, yeah, even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of similar stuff that goes on. And there's actually a particular anecdote um, that I can think of from a few years back. There was a website, and and I won't throw them under the bus, but um, one of the things that this website specialized was basically remastering of old Epcot Center audio and mm. releasing it as digital albums that yeah. could be burned and printed. And did he they did this for years. For free? Yes. This 
we'll get back to that asterisk because <laughs> that's moment. kind of a but, that's kind of a big point yeah. in the but, story for me but. right and, and and that's and that's where i'm going with this is he had originally released them for free to download mm-hmm. and he had like a multi-year plan to do this and this went on for a while and then somewhere around a few years ago he started a patreon Mm. And one of the mm. things mm-hmm. that you got in the Patreon was like I think early access to the albums and special albums. And the thing was, that's not still, only was he including that's still fair from my point of yeah. view, you know, because you're not selling the albums, you're selling, you know, your but early access to your content. But yeah, but it's falling into the same category of he was making money off of it. Yeah. And the other part of it was he was also including, like licensed music that Disney had used like here's a song off of an album that fits this area so we're gonna you know license this song to be played in this area and he took it off of the internet or whatever put it on album and said here pay me money to remaster this for you and so like it's this touchy subject where like you can go on YouTube and find Disney theme park music everywhere and right. Disney doesn't really do a thing about it because if they're not selling it then you're not taking anything from them, and if you're not making money off of it, then you're not really, you know, hurting them. But one of the things that um, kind of irks me, and, and we kind of got into this before, is you know the ROMs, the music, uh, particularly the soundtracks and stuff like that. You know, Nintendo coming in and and pulling these things mm-hmm. um, when they're not like. There was another Metroid 2 remake that got yeah. canceled a few years ago. And right everybody was like, oh, Nintendo, you know, just shutting it, shutting it down. And it was because Nintendo had a Metroid 2 remake that was literally, like, waiting in the wings to be released. And they didn't yeah, want to right. have this competition. Yeah. Like, that I understand. But when somebody is providing something um, through their own blood, sweat, and tears that Nintendo is not is not providing and is not planning on providing and is not making money off of this is where I get into the whole hey Nintendo back off I even hate to say it but I even kind of understand where they come from when they pull like you know fan, again the fan game thing I'm in such a gray area on this because on the one hand um you know it's like I want to see you know independent game designers who maybe don't do this as a, as a career, who just do it as a hobby, make their own Legend of Zeldas and their own Marios and stuff like that, you know? But on the other hand, I understand the, the freakout that Nintendo has over, like, their brand's identity, right? Like, I, I don't know how I would feel about people making, like, fan projects of things that I had created. Um, a couple of months ago, and I've been using this as my example ever since, there was a um, cancel Sonic the Hedgehog hashtag going around on Twitter because a fan like comic or a fan game or something had like a offensive depiction in it and people thought that it was like actual sonic and it it became this whole kind of like you know mix up between like the the fan base and the the regular you know um i I mean it, it goes to a lot of stuff right like there was this documentary about the guy who originally drew the Pepe the Frog meme, right? Which has become an icon. There's a documentary for, about yeah, that. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's become it's become an icon for a particular group of people that have a particular viewpoint, right? Um, is how we're going to phrase that. <laughs> and um, you know, his work has taken on this life of its own and is now no longer really representative of of it was it was just a dumb drawing he made. It wasn't supposed to be anything deep or important. But I understand the fear. 
that you know if a if a heinous enough version of like a Mario fan game or a Zelda fan game or something gets out there that it could forever taint the identity of the brand and have it you know all of a sudden you're seeing Zelda and it it goes hand in hand with racism you know because one of the the guys who did a fan game had like a racist depiction in the game or something so i understand and then that, that went viral and yeah. then right. yeah, exactly. yeah and then maybe maybe Nintendo doesn't do a good enough job of sweeping that under the rug so then Nintendo's in hot water like i understand the the fear and I understand the the vice grip that they have on their properties. Sometimes I think they take it too far, but I can't say that if I wasn't the president of the company that I wouldn't be doing the same stuff. You know, yeah. Because well, like Weird Al Yankovic has has had a similar problem where you know he is known as the king of parody, mm-hmm. and back in the '90s when Napster was was the thing, a lot of these kind of independent parody artists started doing parodies of popular songs, and a lot of them were offensive and sexist and racist and all that. Yeah. And people would just label it Weird Al Yankovic because it was the internet and it was there were no rules and, yeah, and yeah. so he got a lot of flack from why would you create this offensive song and he'd be like I didn't that's not me by the way stop stealing my music because that's <laughs> why you're getting this misinformation right um, <coughs> pardon me um, yeah, Lucas I find it interesting that you brought up Sonic the Hedgehog because Sonic Mania you know famously was a Made um, by... The develop was developed yeah. by people who were working on a Sonic fan game. Yeah. And Sega saw it and said, we want you to make an official Sonic game. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, Nintendo, why doesn't Nintendo do this? And I agree. Like, I would, I saw somebody make a mock-up of a fan game for Mario where it was hand-drawn animation like the mm-hmm. original cartoons. Yeah. And I would love to see that. The difference between Nintendo and Mario and Zelda and stuff like that and Sega with Sonic, let's be totally honest here. Sonic does not have the greatest reputation as far as game quality. And if whereas Mario games tend to always get those nines and tens. If so, if Sonic if if Mario is Disney, right? If Mario is Mickey Mouse and Nintendo is Disney, Sonic is adventure time or spongebob squarepants you know it's like it's 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 got a following and you know for we can disagree on the quality of the games but one is definitely like i mean they they say that like mario is like the the 30th most recognizable character in like the world or something right that like eight out of ten people in like the entire world can identify mario from like an image and stuff like yeah it's it's a thing, you know. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, but yeah, and 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 so Sega can kind of afford to be, you know, hey, yeah. we'll let these people make our game because let's face it, when we make our game, it comes out mediocre and nobody buys it. Maybe if we let somebody else make this game, they'll make it well. Whereas I mean, Nintendo, keep, keep pushing me, would... and we'll go down that road again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many more Breath of the Wild discussions do you want from me? All right, well, let's look at. Let, all right, I let's, look at, I let's look at you know review scores. Let's look at sales numbers. I mean, uh, those are objective facts. Like you can love whatever Sonic games you yeah. want, and I won't judge you for it. I like some terrible things myself, yeah. but, mm-hmm. um, but like I said, Sonic yeah. is the SpongeBob to right. Mario's like, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, no, I agree whereas like that. Nintendo, even their worst Mario games still score like nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't want. But have you ever played Mario this. on the DS? That did not deserve a nine out of ten. I didn't like that one. The one with all the gold. <laughs> which one? Which one? Oh uh, yeah, new Super, new Super Mario, Mario Brothers Bros. Two. Bros. Two. Wow. Bar. I hate that we knew that. I at hate, the same yeah. Time. Um. But yeah, no, and and you know we've we've been kind of saying the same things for a very long time now. So I don't know how much longer we have to. Yeah, oh, I, I can, inter- I can interject a slightly yeah, I was gonna say, you haven't, you haven't said a word. <laughs> and it's it's very simple as to why I've stayed very quiet this conversation. You don't I'm have a... much of an opinion? <laughs> no, I have an opinion. Okay. Why are we still playing Smash Brothers Brawl <laughs> when they've released, or Melee, Melee or whatever Melee. it is, I knew, when they've since <laughs> Brawl, Wii and Wii U, and Ultimate. Can yeah. we not... And see, this is what I spoken like a true casual, game. Steve. Well, exactly. Why? Gosh, don't you even know how to wave dash? That is so. That let's is, no. But let's go. Actually... Let's go back to Pokemon for a second. If you look at the Pokemon trading card game, you yeah. look at the Pokemon competitive scene. What do they do every year? They modify the rules to use the current cards and the current games. Why aren't these uh, tournament people using the modern version of the game? If they would do that, they might save themselves a little bit of headache. That is a valuable point. Um, and while I see both sides of the argument, um, uh-huh. it is one that people do make, too. Um, usually in much more insensitive terms. Usually it's like, <laughs> right. come on, it's 20 years old. Get on with it. You know, that kind of stuff. Because it's right. the internet comment sections. But, you know, that, that does bring up a good point, too. Yeah. There and is that's... a certain... Sorry, I just stopped uh, talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. And that, that's basically why I've been so quiet, because it's like, okay... Like, I, I can see Pokemon Tournament. You know, maybe you yeah. switch from the Wii U to the Switch version. That's well, and there's fine. really no more versions of that. Exactly. Besides, you know, the, yeah, no, no. Um, Like, there is a little bit of a desperation thing there, right? With trying to take this game and, and refining it down to its purest essence. You know, mm-hmm. Final Destination, Fox versus Fox, no items, you know, two minute, whatever. That, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, there's, there's a desire to have it be... I think more than it was ever intended to be, you know. And I will, I will, you know, argue tooth and nails that I think Smash Bros. makes for a wonderfully competitive game. But obviously, you know, I don't, I don't talk about competitive like tournament level competitive gameplay. I right. mean, like, you know, I just like playing the 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 serious version of Smash Bros. online. You know, I like going on and mm-hmm. having it be Final Destination and no items and stuff. Because to me, that's like a true test of right. how well can you play the game without any. You but know, you're, luck you're still any, playing the current. Version with all of its provisions. Yeah, because I enjoy it more. It's got more characters. Right. It's got more stages. But that's not how a Everyone tournament player is here. thinks, right? A tournament player thinks like you know, it's like this is the game, and I have to be the best I can at it, even if it's like twenty years old and whatnot. Well, yeah, and and I've never really fully understood the the love for melee. Like I I understand the nostalgia of it, and mm-hmm. you know I have a fondness for GameCube games because you know like I personally feel like. As beautiful as games are, with your your Xbox refrigerators and your right. PS, you know, fifties, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you're playing nowadays, whatever the kids are playing nowadays, um, <laughs> you know, like I think video game graphics and sound peaked in that era, and it's only been like mm-hmm. incremental um, uh, improvement since then, but like. Lucas was kind of hinting at this, and we we and he brought it up in our in our chat. 
Um, you know, I am a very casual Smash player. I like the items. I like, but the thing about Smash and Brothers that's how I am and the too. thing that, yeah, and and the thing that that Ultimate has done is, Smash Brothers has always been a very casual party based game with very meticulous and well balanced gameplay that lends itself well to a competitive scene. So even though and 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 Sakurai will will be the first to say I didn't make this game to be competitive, but I can see how the pieces fit together that make it a good competitive game and that's why the games work so well that way. But the thing is as you were saying, Steve, like these games have been improved. Like yes, so there was tripping in, in Brawl and that might have been, you know, kind of a pun unintended, a misstep. And, you know, maybe Wii U might have done something that, that the fans didn't like. But the point is, like, the most quote-unquote perfect version of the game is going to be the one that they've spent the most time improving, which is Ultimate, the version see, that is out now. <laughs> see, the version um, that can be updated. And I agree with you. Um, and I know we have to we have to get going here, but um, I agree with you. But I think in the interest of representing the people that are complaining, right? Um, I should also say that you know it's not. I don't I don't think it's nostalgia that drives these people to play melee. You know, I I think it's genuinely that they, bloodism. The the game the GameCube controller is like the perfect controller for you know playing playing that game. All the, right, the, I will second that. The the, the <laughs> physics the physics of melee, even though I don't notice it because I again I'm not a tournament level melee player or anything, but the physics of melee are supposedly just perfect for that type of game. Like there are so many thi- it, it it threaded the needle perfectly for these people that um you know I understand why they might play melee over a game like you know smash ultimate even though for for you and i i I don't think there's a noticeable difference at all i didn't notice the difference in brawl and people say brawl is incredibly floaty and incredibly you know but um i noticed that the online didn't work for me and that's why that was a thing that was a thing yes but but no there is a reason that these people play melee and i don't think it's just blind nostalgia and i don't think it's a cult like you know following that they hear it's the best i think they genuinely love this game and they should be able to play it but you know, we're living in unusual times right now. And as much as it would have been great for Nintendo to say, go ahead and mod your game so you can, you know, you can play it, I, I think that's just one more thing that we have to accept. You know, maybe this year we didn't have the tournament, you know, because it had to be a paid event, right? Mm-hmm. They they weren't willing to, to buckle on that. So, you know, they didn't buckle, Nintendo didn't buckle. It was a, it was two head, two people butting heads, right? It It's... It's COVID times, you know. This is just how it is. I haven't been able to go out and do a board game night in like nine months. You know, you didn't get to do your Smash Bros. tournament. That's just kind of how it is. So. Well, I guess that's about uh, time to close off this discussion, which was a good one. So, if you guys want to continue it, head over to our Discord and pop us a line. We'd be happy to um, continue it on. But um, we do have a few more things to cover, namely what we've been playing. I know Justin might have an um, almost unboxing of sorts with some new goodies that he just purchased. So, uh, yeah, why don't you take it away, Justin? What you got for us? What you've been playing? Rapid fire, though. We've only got like a couple of minutes each here. 
All right. Well, I'm not giving a full review of this um, in part because um, I don't actually have the brand name in front of me. Uh, nope, it's not printed on it, as many of these Chinese things are. <coughs> Pardon me, but um, I did get um, offered a chance to review a uh, grip slash USB controller for the Switch. Um, I've gotten about an hour's worth of time with it, so I'm not gonna, again not giving a full review. Um, but stay tuned because I'm liking it so far. It's very comfortable, um, and the one thing that the Hori one doesn't have. This has rumble, and it has um, oh. 6-axis gyro. I've been wanting one, something like that, for my bedtime playing sessions when I actually want to hold the, <laughs> the Switch. It, it, it's like when I'm holding it like this. I'm last night. Uh, har, har. When I'm holding it like <laughs> this, and I know you can't see because it's a video or on the podcast, people, but like when I'm holding it like all the way up towards like the, the ceiling type of thing. Um, I'm telling you, get that, it, get that neck thing and then I have just hold one. the Joy-Con I, in your hand. I, I actually have one, and that's been great, but sometimes you just want to play a game. Like Smash is a game I want to play on the system for some reason. I don't know why, but I think like a, like a unit like that would be cool. Well, I will share a link uh, for this with at least you guys if you want to you know, dive in and give it a shot. I would recommend it from my experience with it so far. I will give a full review for next week's episode. Um, as far as what I've been playing, it hasn't been much, but damn you, Steve, you got me playing Skyrim again. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve hell got us yeah. all playing games this week. Okay. Which is ironic because so, I've barely played any games this week. Which I forgot how, like... I know I've said a few times I've had a hard time getting into The Witcher 3, and a lot of that is because of how story-based it is, and you kind of have to, like, schedule around the game. I forgot how easy it is to just jump into Skyrim and do stuff. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good, like, good time. Like, I booted it up and immediately saw, hey, there's a cave over there that I've never explored. I warped over to the nearest... Walked over to the nearest place, <laughs> explored the cave, took me about a half hour, and then went to sleep. Like, like Skyrim for the Switch is perfect. So, I do I have to get that stupid game because I've never played it to completion. Yes. Like, so if you're gonna play it, the Switch version RPG. is the way to go. And you know what? It's chances are it's gonna go on sale for like half price at it, Christmas time. It, it so was it was half sale. price a couple of weeks ago digitally. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude I, I I will buy it for you if you're if you're curious about it because it's <laughs> I, a good time. I stand by that game. It is the best open world game I've ever played. I mean, it's I not that it's not that like game, I can't afford like the twenty bucks or whatever. I always see it for like it's know, more of a time thing, right? Like yeah, you don't know if you exactly you don't know if you want to dive in. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what's great about to... Skyrim is you can play it at, at whatever pace you want. Yeah, you would need to be in the right mindset, right? You like you would need to be in a place where you don't really have any other games coming up that you want to play, and you know maybe Elijah's calmed down a little bit as he's getting a little bit older, mm -hmm. so he's not waking mm -hmm. you up every night. So you've got you've got some time after work where you want to get together and just kind of like sit around and explore a new area and stuff. Like it's mm -hmm. a it's a good game for just kind of getting lost in. It. It's like reading a book, you know, a really yeah. good book. So yeah. So yeah. I guess I will go next real quick because uh, you know why not. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to play games again this week because we're still remodeling. Um, but I did decide to do the next story mission, the final story mission in chapter two. 
of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Stumbled over the title there for a minute. And that game is going to take me a long time to beat. Because, and this is the problem that I have with open world games. So I complete this... Wait, 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 wait. This is not an open world game. No, it's not. But you're going to see where I'm going with this. Okay. So I, I, I complete... I complete another 500 hours. Yeah, this one's going to take 100 max. Um, <laughs> so I beat, a, I beat a story mission, right? And then you, it goes back to the map. This entire game is based off the map. So, and it's like, bing, 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 and seven more missions open up. And I don't feel like I can proceed until I've completed all those oh, missions. Yeah. So then I go over <laughs> here and I do this mission, then I do this mission, then oh, I do this God. mission. So this game is going to take me a while because it's not like the original Hyrule Warriors where I can just put all the other missions aside and do them later. No, they're right in front of me. They're flashing. I can do them. Oh, cool. I've done all the missions except one. What do I need to do this mission? Oh, I need these items. Okay. Well, I'll throw these items on the sensor. Okay, they're this mission, this mission. Okay. Which one is going to net me these items faster? So then I go and do that. And then like, okay, this mission's done. That is how I'm playing this game. I'm never going to get through this game. I am to the end. I'm to the beginning of chapter three. And I played one level and it took me three and a half hours to finish everything up. That being said, as much as that sounds negative, I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. Absolutely loving it. Um, I did not realize how much fun of a character Impa was to play. Um, yeah, just really, really solid game. Um, that's all I've been playing. Next. Yo, this is a story all about how I've also been playing Hyrule Warriors, but I don't have the sequel, so I've been playing the crappier one on the old system. The no, crappier um, one. Shame on you. I actually like like based that on game everything is a I've national heard. Treasure. I think it might be the better one, but I haven't played the sequel, so I'm not <laughs> yet. No, the original um, no. one is a national treasure. So Steve was Steve was talking blah 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 blah. Hyrule Warriors, all these maps, all this stuff, blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. And I was like, hey Steve, remember all the Skulltulas in Hyrule Warriors? I never got those, and they give you all these fun missions to do and stuff. So now I'm playing Hyrule Warriors. Um, like I said, I'm I love the, the agony in your voice right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing the original because I don't own Age of Calamity, um, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it as well. Like obviously, I've put a ton of time into this game, so I already know what this game is. What surprised me was how much less time I put into the Switch version than I than I mentally reconstituted. Um, I thought that the Switch version was like my definitive edition. I basically like almost 100%ed the original one on Wii U. Um, but this one, I've got a lot of content that I'm missing. So yeah, my, my goal is getting all the Skulltulas because those unlock a series of kind of cool final missions that you can do where it, it teams up on like the characters and stuff. Right. So I've and been, they've I've got been... really good stories to those missions yeah, too, there which was I this... know you're big on. Yeah, there was this one where Medley and Rudo have to, like, team up as, like, Descendant and Heir and take down, like, Phantom Ganon in the Earth and Wind Temple from Wind mm -hmm. Waker. And it's just this cool, like, like she's talking to her, like, she knows that she's her, like, ancestor and stuff. And so that was yeah. cool. Um, I, I, all, of my, all of my salt for modern Zelda came out when I was playing this game. I was running around as Medley, and I was like, I love these Rito designs. Why did they change them? They used to look so good! But, you know, it's neither here nor there. That's just a thing that I have to live with for the rest of my life. Um, my, like I mentioned... 
Uh, I, I just want to this does not count toward my timer. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest problem with with Hyrule Warriors is. As, as, complain all you want about the voice acting, or, or at least the English voice acting in Breath of the Wild. Yes, thank you, but, I will. <laughs> but I cannot stand that while a hundred enemies are on screen and I have to juggle like this map and these enemies and what's going on here, what's going on over there, this meter, that meter, I also have to read the dialogue. I watch. It's completely optional. I watch subbed anime, so I don't have that problem. Because ever since I was 15 years old, I've been doing that. So subtitles. Yeah, they but work you don't have to interact me. with an anime. Dude, I have no problem reading all the text and playing the game. Like it's just it's it's easy for me. But in the interest of time, like I said, I also was playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I just cut my shiny Ferramosa, so I'm really hyped for that. Um, that makes me feel so good, because I've been working oh. on that for, like, a month. I caught 231 before I got my shiny, so that felt good. With 1 in 100 odds. With 1 in 100 That's odds. I also got a shiny Pillaswine the other night when I was hunting randomly. Um, and I've been playing Pokemon Go, and I haven't really gotten anything cool there. But Fennekin's in the game now, so that makes me happy. Um, and really, that's, I think, it. Let me just hit the home button on my... Oh, I've been playing Mario 35 and Tetris 99, because I have been bored. Oh, so bored. I also so play I, Tetris 99, and I, you play that because of me, too. I'm basically just a puppet playing whatever Steve tells me to play, so that's yeah. a thing. With, um, I, I'm living yeah. vicariously through my Lucas right now because I barely have time to think. Yeah. And that's really about it. I've also been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about like crazy stuff in Marvel, so I re-downloaded Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, but I haven't actually booted it up, so that's a thing. Eugene, what have you been up to? Um, oh, well, I'm um, resetting this timer because it's got about, I got, got about 10 seconds Good, good uh, timing there. Um, me, what have I been playing? Not really a whole lot. Um, Pokemon Go, guys, it, that is just it. There is a $12 ticket that I am going to buy without Because it's got all the Kantos and you can get yeah, shinies I, and, it's, and shiny is, Celebes this weekend. Three days. It is bad, Wait, guys. we have three days I, to bad. do that? No, yeah. it starts oh, in like in three days. Three days. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought I, we only had three days to do it. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I, I we don't thought know it was February when you it. said we were talking internally in a Discord, but then when I looked it up, I was like, oh no, that's coming up soon. So like, um, anyways, uh, that's what I my life is all about. For some reason, I was telling Lucas about this in a Discord that we had <laughs> sometime when we probably should have been doing work things. Um, Pokemon for me. Ha- it's really become a game of not catching them all necessarily, but catching them all that are shiny. And shiny. it's bad. Yeah. It's a bad yeah. addiction to have. Like, I am... Ooh. Try breeding for have, them, and then we'll talk. I have, okay? I have, I'll, I'll admit, I have secret fantasies of lining every shiny Pokemon I've caught up and seeing how far I am from a living Dex every now and then. Like, like I get it, you know? I, I enjoy the shiny. I have four it's boxes a, worth. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how many I have, but I tend not to keep duplicates either, right? So like, I'll keep one of like each. But um, no, I've amassed quite the shiny collection in my time. So you know. 
Um, yeah, Pokemon has been it for me. I did. We were talking Smash earlier, but not Smash Ultimate. But I have been playing Smash Ultimate a lot, especially Justin, since I you introduced me into that like gooseneck thing or whatever that I've been using. But I think <laughs> I said earlier I prefer using um, playing it like just with. The there are system. certain games that yeah. that setup just is not conducive for anything fast paced. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say, though, that playing with it, um, like sitting in front of me with like, my little gooseneck thing and a pro controller works okay, but I don't know. It's just it's just not the same. But uh, real quick, the, la the last thing that I have been playing, and we have been playing music for it on the show earlier, is this game called Gimmick on the NES. I won't talk too much about it, but um, I don't know why um, I picked it up, but I was listening to the soundtrack on a whim, and the music was good, so then I was like, heck, the game's my, it's gotta be something, and um, it's its something, but I don't really have too much to say for it. I, I might have uh, more to say next week, but literally just like an hour's worth playing it. Um, and that's it. Um, so, I think we hit everybody. Steve, did you go? I Okay, yeah, we did it. I didn't want, I didn't yep. want to miss anybody here. Um, so let's move into the question block. What do you guys say? Um, we have one question this week. It is from our friend, um, Colt Cube, as he wants to go by this week in yeah. Discord. Um, does anybody want to read said question that has been posted into chat? Otherwise, I can read it. I will do a dramatic reading. Oh, fair. Go ahead. All right, this is the holiday <laughs> season. What games are people hoping to get for whatever gift-giving holiday you celebrate? So I am not getting any games for Christmas. I never do. I did, however, purchase for myself on the day of my birth <laughs> that which is the eternal doom. All those years ago, just waiting for this <laughs> Christmas. This, this, waiting for this birthday, because my birthday is in December. Um, I did get Doom Eternal. I have not booted it up yet, but there it sits. All six I, Doom games on my Switch. That's a game where I think I might play on a um, slightly more powerful console, but I do want to play that one. You should. The only reason I got it on Switch is because Switch is the only console I play. If you have the ability and or desire to play it on a more p powerful console, do. It's also mm -hmm. far cheaper on the other consoles. Yeah, because so, I've seen it pop up. Actually, it might even be on Game Pass for Xbox, but I've seen it pop up on deals. like. If it's cheap. not on Game Pass, it was $30 or $20 recently. Mm -hmm. so. so I'm so. a little boy, and um, I'm oh, an only child. You asked for one. Stop, Steve! <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I actually asked for... Uh, well, I, 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 I'm talking with my parents, and I'm like, look, you know, I don't need a game this year, but I've got, like, two that, you know, and I know they watch this, so hi, Mom and Dad. But I've got two that I've been kind of Hi, Mom and Dad, I love you guys. That you could, <laughs> you know, if, if you feel like it, you can throw it into the Christmas pile, because we get each other a bunch of presents. We really do it up Although it's going to be harder this year with COVID, we've harder to shop, so we're probably Screw going to be a little bit smaller than usual. But um, but that said, um, I have thrown out the idea of both Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity because that is a game I would very much like to try, but I can't really see myself buying anytime soon, especially since Persona Warriors got revealed for an English release like. 
three days ago, and it's coming yes. out in February, so I'm hyped for that. Um, and then also this one that Steve actually pointed out to me called Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is he kind is of my a, pawn right now. Yes, I very much am. Um, which is a kind of like a Breath of the Wild ish mixed with like some Kid Icarus style like mythology stuff. So like, kind of want to see what that's about too. And that just came out on Switch last week. So that's sure. another one. Yeah, it's, uh, you got a lot of stuff um, ready to uh, start like unwrapping said, on Christmas. I'm a, I'm a little boy and we do Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, I like Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is fun. Awesome. I, I don't necessarily do the whole um, game thing for Christmas because I'm a spoiled boy and I usually just get what I want when I want it. That's but. Me. I will yeah, say... I try to stop shopping in, like, October, so I have things to... You poor sorry, Sap. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, though, that if I did have anything on my wish list, it would be a Oculus Quest 2. I definitely don't need it now at all, but, like, man, would it be cool to have one of those things. They look awesome. I actually... Maybe this isn't the right forum for this, but I actually want to ask, like... What makes the two worth getting? Because I have my one and still play it every now and then. I very much enjoy it. But if there for just doesn't seem to be enough out there for me to want to get a sequel. You for know? you, like, probably not much. Yeah. But um, but it, it has like a higher resolution screen, you know, s- stuff like that. Oh, okay. So but, it's, it's fancy. But Yeah. Okay. But for me, somebody who doesn't have a, an original quest and it still has like, you know, I'm tethered. Like it looks, gotcha. it, that that looks good for it's, me. You it's, know? What, it's what I like to call Steve Tech. Right, it's like right. the next, the next latest and greatest. So a Steve type person has to go out and get it and sell his old one, but a Lucas person uh-huh. is going to hang on to his broken switch until totally. you know, the day he dies. Totally, that yeah, like you and Justin who already have the quest. Yeah, you don't need the two basically. But if you're I, looking I to get I the two, I'll buy the old one off every of you for couple cheap. months anyway. So. <laughs> I can't play mine right now. I have a dog, and she's not smart enough to stay out from under my feet. <laughs> I, know my, I know I know. my parents are watching this. I left mine at their place to go try it, and they haven't tried it yet, and I would like to bring it back soon. So. <laughs> Hi, Mom and Dad. We love you. Man, this is just like uh, a turned into a also, message I to Mom a, podcast. I want a pony, and I want a <laughs> sandcastle. Um, so. Who hasn't gone yet? Justin, go. So, uh, my wife has been bugging me because um, her mother pretty much gets everybody what they ask for for Christmas. And I've never had anybody who does that for me. My my parents always get me things that I don't want. And, That's and so sad. Previous in-laws <laughs> get me things, used to get me things that they thought I would like, but were usually useless. Like, just something with Star Wars on it, but it's, you know, a coloring book. Um... But the so, so so the good thing about we'll talk um, after you know, the show. The good thing about my 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 mother in law is that she does say you know what do you want, and I'll get it for you. And there's like a hundred and fifty dollar limit. Problem is I don't know what I want. Like I would kind of like to get Age of Calamity, so maybe I'll put like a digital copy of that or some eShop credit or whatever on my wish list, or you know Pokemon or something like that. But I think what I'm leaning towards is maybe an arcade stick for my Switch, because I've always wanted to have one of those, and you know, I do have Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and stuff like that on the Switch, so it would be kind of cool to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, use one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, yeah. Or, 
Uh, yeah, Hori makes one for like 40 or 50 bucks. I think 50 does too, actually. Really good. But yep. anyway. Who does? Apeddo, I think, Do. does too. Oh, yeah. There's if you like guys want to sponsor bucks, our show, reach yeah, out. I was just going to say, you remember those guys, those guys that by all accounts should we, be a sponsor. But we <laughs> love your Well, and by all accounts should be like a licensed Nintendo product maker. That's cool. real, you know, they make good actually, stuff. at this point. They do make good stuff. Um, that no was another NFC, company that Nintendo shut down, actually. I have the old controllers that they had to change the design of because they were mirror copies of Nintendo stuff and Nintendo filed a cease and desist. Going huh. back to our earlier discussion. so yeah. I did not know about that. Yeah, Anywho, they had to change like all the, the pads and stuff. Um, the other thing that's kind of on my maybe list is actually like the only mini uh, multi-game console that I don't have um, the Neo Geo. Um, and I don't know how much use I would get out of a Neo Geo Mini, honestly, but it kind of feels like it's a hole in my collection, and I would just like to have, like, a row of these mini consoles. I feel um, for you, buddy. I have I all people on this show know <laughs> what you're going through right now. I understand. <laughs> right? Like, like, like it just seems like I, I should have it because I've got the PlayStation, I've got the Genesis. I've you got gotta the have the Super set. NES. You gotta make fun of all. me, but I, you gotta have the set. Well, and you know Neo Geo has always been that. What's Ooh, happening? That thing's kind of cool. You know, I grew up in the '90s, so you know the Neo Geo was always the system that, like everybody saw and thought was awesome, but nobody could afford because they were like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I knew none of this. I knew it was a system, but I didn't know it was like that. Well, it was basically We're all an learning stuff arcade tonight. system. Like, games actually came I, on arcade ROMs. I always learn stuff with you old farts. Like, you, you, guys, <laughs> you guys teach me so many things about old Nintendo stuff that I had no idea about. It is, as far as, far as I know, the only 24-bit system. <laughs> Back in my day, the bananas only had two frames of animation. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's a I do, and that means it's time to go. Um, <laughs> Justin well, is everybody, up. it was real. I really appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for going out and wearing a mask when you do. Um, we're gonna get out of here, so... Yes, thank pardon you. my Pika, but wear a Pika mask. <laughs> I've got mine so, right here. So, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Eugene. And thank you, but Steve. Steve. <laughs> no, I, I, want, I, I went in the order that it but was, and it just so mask. happened to be me next. Um... We're going to see you guys next week. We know you guys are going to be back. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. Peace. See you and real may soon. All your be white. Bye bye. Infendo Radio is brought to you by people like you. If you want to be a producer, head over to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and sign up at the $10 level. We'd really appreciate it.
So, and it's like, and seven more missions open up. 